I know you're nervous for the Rams, but you got to be a little enthusiastic after being there. Bro, that, that game atmosphere was ridiculous. Like, energy, electricity. That place was rocking anyone was there. And a lot of the, a lot of the uh, Super Bucks fans were there, too. But... Tampa Tones. We are joined by Lee Goon tonight, uh, host of the Pat and Aaron show of WDAE. Uh, Pat Donovan. And it sounds like Stunna is bumbling a little bit. Going to put him on mute for a second until that gets a little clear. But we're joined by Pat It looks Donovan. like Stunna is hanging out with Cheech and Chong in a car with the windows up or something over there. <laughs> it does look like you got a little... No, my, my uh, camera's broke. Howdy ho, howdy hey, how the hell are you? Ho ho ho, hey hey hey. We're nearing Christmas. Park the Herald, let the angels sing. The holidays are here. Christmas is a couple of days away at this point, so we're nearing and daring our way into the heart of football season. We know what December football means. If your team's still alive, you're playing important football, and we got important Bucks football to talk about this Sunday and a lot of other good stuff to chat about as well here on the Bucketeers on this beautiful Thursday night. We got a bowl game with South Florida. The beloved USF are in a bowl game tonight. The best college team in the state of Florida plays tonight. We'll go over that. And then Thursday night football as well here. So we got a lot of fun topics of conversation between beloved USF playing Thursday night football, some Christmas chatter. We're going to go over our favorite Christmas movies. And then, of course, the big game on Sunday in the Battle of the Sunshine State. Bucks taking on the Jaguars. Tampa Tones here, and we're joined by three of our great co-hosts tonight. We're going to start with Stun. Stunna, how the hell you doing, brother? Welcome into the show. Hope uh, you're preparing for Christmas. Hope you got everything almost ready as we're only a couple of days away at this point. Yeah, man, this is season to be jolly. Everything's awesome. You know, family time's the best time. Great time of year, great holiday season. You know, I'm a USF alum, so I definitely uh, pull for them tonight. And uh, just having a good old time out here in Tampa Bay. Go Bucks! Yeah, let's go USF tonight again. I say it, the best college in the state of Florida, USF. I love their university, and I love everything they bring to the table. Not a big Gators or FSU or Miami guy. You know, a little too mainstream for my taste buds. But I, I do like Southern Florida, and I do like Florida International, the cooler of the two. But without a doubt, we're going to bring in Cats now. Cats, how the hell you doing, brother? Welcome in. Happy holiday season. Hope everything's going well for you, sir. It's Merry Buckmas um, and happy holidays indeed. Um, yes, go Bulls as well. Also, USF fan. Yep, go Bulls. And then, you know, go Bolts. We got a lot of plethora tonight. As Casey McCall is joining us on Facebook. We appreciate that. Everybody joining this holiday season. Al Bundy's watching on YouTube. They said they farted. Well, I hope you check your pants if you did indeed fart, brother. That's a scary thing. Sure. And then we got. <laughs> J-Lo hitting cleanup tonight. J-Lo, how the hell are you doing, brother? Welcome in. Happy uh, Bucksmiths. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy USF Bowl night. Happy all of the above. No, thanks, man. Ha- happy Bucksmiths, man. It's, it's a exciting time coming up. 
you know, about the football on Christmas Eve, time to celebrate, both playing tonight. Plus, we got our division opponent playing the Rams tonight. Go Rams. I hope they whoop the crap out of them. Yep, we're going to get into that game and so much more here as well. Busy night of sports. The Godfather's joining in on Facebook. We got a lot of OGs in the building. Speaking of OGs, we're going to bring it back to the OG Sunday real quick. We're only going to touch on this briefly. The media, everybody's been talking about it. The Green Bay-Tampa Bay game at this point is the Godfather says, hello, men. Stunna in 60 seconds or less. Quick thoughts on the Bucks game from this past Sunday. I thought it was an exciting one. I thought Baker played real well, and I thought, um, you know, the wide receivers played well between Mike and Chris. You had the tight ends with Kate and Co. playing big. Rashad White played nice. Stunna, I know you were pretty much done with this team a couple weeks ago. Have you changed? Have you bought back into this Buccaneers team? Yeah, man, I just, uh, you know, I remember Mike Dick, uh, we became a team today, we became a team, and that's how I feel about it, because Baker showed up, he did his thing, you know, he did a really good job, um, you know, I don't know how, how good we're going to do, but I, I am encouraged by uh, Philadelphia kind of slumping and us kind of on the rise, I would like to play them again, I would like to beat them, I think that would definitely make our season if we could get some payback on Philly in the playoffs. Of course, in order to do that, we have to win the division. We pretty much have to win out or at least win the next two. And, uh, you know, Sunday we get the state championship game with uh, Jacksonville. So a lot on the line. Um, you know, I I, I, uh, I have a lot of – I still am not encouraged by the defense, but um, I think our offense is finally showing up, and I think we're finally getting the ball to 14 and 13, and that's what we need to do to be successful. Two Hall of Fame players. And those two guys need to be uh, Mike Evans re-signed and Godwin given an extension, and they need to retire as Buccaneers. So uh, I'm encouraged by Canales and the job the offense is doing. I, I you know, in the NFL you can win in a shootout. All right, Bucks know uh, that we're at that 2000 Rams game on Monday Night Football. We can win in shootouts uh, ever since then. And uh, it's all about beating the Saints and winning the division at this point and making Todd Bowles one of the top five coaches of Buccaneer history. Yeah, Kats, thoughts on Sunday's win against the Packers? I thought it was a beautiful game. I thought a lot of Bucks, um good things came out of it. Uh, you know, can't really remember a lot of bad Bucks plays from Sunday. You know, a couple of bad defensive blemishes, but that'll happen from time to time. But outside of that, I thought the Bucks played a cre- clean, crisp game, and Baker Mayfield's stat line shows that by having a perfect passer rating. Cats, thoughts on the Bucks from not only this past Sunday's game, but three-game winning streak at this point. Watch out for these Tampa Bay fellas. Yeah, I think then this was the most complete performance of the three-game win streak and of the entire season. Um, they did play complementary football. Offense really moved the ball at will this entire, almost the entire game, especially in the second half. Uh, defensively, you know, not perfect, but every time it seemed that they needed a stop in the second half of the game, they were more than more often than not able to get one. And especially once the Bucks were able to open up a 14-point lead, they never let Green Bay get any closer. So that was important. And again, another shout out to um, both Chase McLaughlin and uh, Jake Camarda on outstanding games. And McLaughlin, I don't want to jinx him, but boy, has he been good for the Bucks. Um, kicking field goals and Kamara, I believe had at least had one pun in downs inside the, uh, 
inside the 10. It might have been inside the 5. So a shout-out to the whole group. Uh, Baker's fantastic. Canals called a great game, I thought. Um, Todd Bowles called a great game. I really thought um, we saw K.J. Britt step in uh, and do a great job as well. Yeah, K.J. Britt's been doing fantastic. A lot of these Bucks players have been doing fantastic. And, you know, we're riding the wave. It's time to keep the momentum going. And um, that starts with a victory this Sunday. But, J-Lo, last Sunday in the three-game win streak, what are your thoughts on that? Phenomenal. You know, at least on the offensive side of the ball, defense looked a little salty, but toward the end they started come they started playing better in the second half. And another thing I'm really impressed with is Rashad White. He's really getting more confident running the football or each time he gets the ball on his hands on a catch. I'm really thinking he's like getting more confident. I like how he's just breaking ankles, shoot shaking people out of the shoes. As far as the defense goes, you know, they just gotta keep getting more pressure on the quarterback and just get some stops, you know. First had to look kind of sluggish. Second half, they played better. And nothing heads out to our kicker, man, Chase McLaughlin. That man's been so clutch on a lot of his field goals this year. You know, you know, hats off to Jason Light for finding a, another good kicker to replace our Super Bowl winning kicker from the last couple of years. Yeah, and, you know, that's what Light does best. He finds a hole and replaces it and you know I I didn't really have a problem with how we started outside the Baker fumble on Sunday because if you take away that fumble we pretty much shut the Packers out in that first half right they got those free points on the doorstep but other than that they looked terrible they looked awful and this Bucks team shut them down in that first half and again you take away that Baker fumble maybe the offense gets something going there I think we played a great whole game wasn't really Anything to uh, complain about outside the Baker fumble, really, and a couple of defensive blemishes here and there. Other than that, everybody I thought played fantastic. And leave it up to the gate. Great co-keep. Say it ain't so, co. Say it ain't so to get that awesome touchdown on the goal line. It really replicated its touchdown from last year's game against the Browns, which I was at his first career touchdown. So Mayfield throwing touchdowns to four different guys this past Sunday was incredible. And at this point, sadly, people are still talking the Devin White thing. Listen, I'm not going to talk about that here. I'm tired of talking about it. Our media has been going – they're going over the top. The media has got to stop, and they got to stop now. It's been really ridiculous how they've been treating this whole situation. Am I a fan of how Devin White handled it and how Bulls handled it? Not 100%, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. We can't do anything about it now, and instead of talking about that, these media should be really focusing on the good teams this team's doing and this Sunday's game. I know Stunna is a big proponent of that as well, so I'm just going to get Stunna's opinion on this here quickly. Stunna, thoughts on how the media's been acting? I really think they're trying to cause a divide in this team sometimes. I really do. No, they want to get us fined. It's the same haters, uh, Rick Stroud, Florio, um, you know, Jenna. You know, they just want to throw mud on on uh, bowls and get us fined. I mean, let's not forget that um, Rick Stroud is the guy that got our guys suspended for uh, vaccine cards. Not Pretty much he got Urban Meyer fired, too. He got Urban Meyer fired. I was about to get into that. A team he didn't even coach. Sorry. Didn't even cover. You know, he got Urban Meyer fired. He well, he not even covered the Jaguars. So, you know, our, our, our media is a bunch of haters. And then when Florio wants to get involved, he's just butthurt because he's trying to get 
coaches fine because, you know, gambling and injury reports, blah, blah, blah. It, it's really none of the media's business. And um, he's lucky that uh, he's not like Belichick and just tell him off and tell him it's none of his business, but or put everybody on the media. You know, and the, the stuff Belichick does is just unsportsman. But, um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, they could get bent. It was a decision that Bowles can make, and he made the right decision because K.J. Britt was tackling 33 in the open field and was doing some good stuff. So he made the right decision by our team. We won the game. They need to let it go. We need to focus on Jaguars and be a state champs. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and he says also just not about the media. I don't care about Todd Bowles, and I don't care – Yes, that's what we're talking about, Al Bundy. But the point is, the media is twisting it and canoodling it. And at the end of the day, they're trying to make Todd Bowles out to be a bad guy. When, as Stunna said, Todd Bowles made the right decision for this team Sunday and started KJ Britt. Again, are we fans of Devin White? No. I know you're new here, Al Bundy. This is your first episode you're commenting. And we do appreciate you joining. But if you watch every week, we've been very critical of Devin White. We've been very critical of his play. But we're not going to sit here and question Todd Bowles. At least my podcast isn't. That's not the ship I run here. We're not going to question the head coach of the Bucks for these silly maneuvers. We're not going to take the same tactics of a lot of media members and go down that dirty road. Um, because we got to talk about Jacksonville. We got to talk about bringing the team together. We got to talk about uplifting the spirits of the team. What say you on that, Katz? Yeah, I agree. The media around here has always been done a very poor job uh, in general. Um, when you talk about both print media, um, not crazy about the um, how our local radio station handles this either. Um, Jenna also, you know, looks for drama. They feed off the drama. Um, maybe it's like that in every city to an extent. Um, certainly, I don't really pay attention to many others, but yeah, they're just looking to create drama. Um, where there really isn't any, and it's been this way for a very long time, and I've been sick of it for a very long time. Um, but I appreciate the fact that in-house, the way the Buccaneers are handling it is correct. Um, and, you know, uh, Florio, you know, you can, uh, in the words of Bruce Aaron, you can write what you want, Florio. Um, nobody gives a shit what you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, he may have uh, – that might have been the PG version of uh, – what uh, Arian said about Florio. I remember when I was at the Arians Family Foundation golf outing, they asked him, and David Ferrar is joining on Facebook as well, but um, they asked Bruce Arians, what are your thoughts on the Saints and what are your thoughts on Mike Florio? He goes, they're similar. F the Saints and F Mike Florio. And that was pretty awesome at the Arians Family Foundation golf outing. And uh, yeah, Todd hasn't been great, but you can't lie. During this three-game win streak, you got to give the manager credit, especially last week. He coached a hell of a game this past week against Green Bay, went for it on fourth and two without hesitation. Dave Canales was emotional today because he knows what Todd Bowles brings to the table. I mean, yeah, sure, Todd Bowles hasn't had the greatest years of years, but he's he's done well enough to coach us to a division title last year and have us play in divisional title football in December when we were predicted by many media around the U.S. to be a bottom three, four, five team in the NFL. And I know a lot of haters and a lot of hate deserving, but Todd Bowles is a very big part in this three-game win streak, especially this past week against Green Bay. I thought he coached a hell of a game. J-Lo, your thoughts to wrap up the silliness with the media and Devin White. And, you know, usually I'm big fans of guys like even J.P. Peterson and those guys, but 
they've been beating the wrong drum on this one too. I think a lot of people got this one totally wrong. I mean, you know, it is what it is. You know, reporters are going to say what they want to say to make their money and all that to get you know clips and all that stuff. And at the end of the day, it's all about you know watching your team play every Sunday. That's what I mainly focus on during the week. You know, let them practice, let them prep, get what they need to get done. Hopefully, when Devin White comes back this week, hopefully if he starts or he just rotates, whatever they're going to do with him, hopefully he'll be more healthy enough to make an impact to where we get to the quarterback and put pressure. That's where I think Devin White's best at is getting to the quarterback more than coverage. If you ask him, but as far as the local media, it's whatever. I mean, they're going to have their opinions. They're going to put whatever out there for clips. Mike Floyd can go suck a dick. I don't really care about him. He's not a really entertaining guy, <laughs> on my opinion. Yeah, I like J.P. Peterson. I like Scott Reynolds. I like some of the other guys in the media. But for the most part, you know, I'm all about Buccaneer football. I'm all about when Sunday gets here, that's when I start talking. And we do want to give our quick condolences to Scott Reynolds as he lost his father, a uh, essential Bucks fan and Pewter Report reader and we do have some friends over at pewter report so we just want to do say our condolences to scott reynolds quick sr on losing his father sad stuff especially around this time of year never easy for anybody to lose a loved one so we do tip our cap and pour one out for mr scott reynolds and the whole pewter report family over there but speaking of family we're going to get into a little fun here before we talk bucks football week uh for week 16 sorry now that they have 18 weeks sometimes it takes me a minute to think of what week it is but it's week 16 we have three games left on the schedule but we're going to talk about some awesome stuff here real quick as it's the holiday season it is christmas time we're going to talk about our favorite holiday movies this time of year i've been watching a lot of abc or um amc i'm sorry they've been doing a great job of showing some classics you know eight crazy nights christmas with the cranks all that good stuff but you can only have one favorite we're gonna start with the great j-lo here j-lo favorite holiday movie to watch this time of year brother last week we did favorite drink this time of year this week we're doing favorite movie this time of year what's your favorite classic j-lo Ooh, tough one I'm going to have to say The Grinch from 2000 with Jim Carrey. The Grinch Stole Christmas. It's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. That was a good one. I remember seeing that one in theaters. And I was buying, you know, that one was one of my favorites. I was buying action figures of The Grinch. I was doing all sorts of stuff. So that one's a really good one. They've actually made a lot of good Grinches. I like The Grinch. I think it's one of the um, great series out there, you know. So, yeah, I'm a big Grinch guy as well. that's a good choice. I remember seeing it in the drive-in years ago. It was a really cold out, hot cocoa, sitting on the top of the roof of a, of a van, watching it. You know, it was a classic. One of my favorite movies of all time, definitely. Christmas movies. I mean, I have many, but that's probably my top one, if you ask me. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. That's a great choice. I can't blame you there, J-Lo. That is fantastic. Cats, Favorite holiday movie around this time of year, if you have one, or if not, maybe a favorite episode from a holiday special, something along those lines. Mm. Could I have to go with National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That has been one of my favorite to watch this year. I, you know, I've never watched it so much until this month. I've always liked it, but I've been getting into it more and more. That's just really hilarious. 
Clark, uh, you just, uh, you know, all the National Lampoon's vacation, Christmas vacation, and they're just fan-freaking-tastic, man, I'll tell you. Uh, but, yeah, that's, you know, if I had to pick one favorite, that's got to be it. I like Home Alone as well, if that's considered a Christmas movie. I, I always like that one as well. I would consider it between, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas. I would consider Home Alone a holiday movie for sure. I think my, <laughs> the only bad thing about National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is all the bears of Blackhawk scare they're repping all the time. Ooh. But, you know, other than that, it is a fantastic movie. And Clark Griswold cracks me up, man. You know, whether he's light in the house and nothing lights or, you know, whether he's stapling himself to the roof, <laughs> yeah. you know, just a lot of classics in that one. And um, I really really do like that one as well i think you two have both mentioned good ones stunna you're not going to disappoint are you um i think it's a tie between the california raisins uh, christmas special and uh, the christmas carol with scrooge mcduck oh yeah christmas carol that is a classic with scrooge and um really a good one uh you know really a good lesson about the holiday there if i was in between a couple well, I could only pick one, right? That's what I told you guys. So I gotta only pick one as well. I I love National Lampoon. I love Christmas with the Cranks. Those are some solid ones. I love a Christmas story, but my favorite, I watch it last night, watch it every year with uh the lady or my brother. You know, I love the family man with Nicolas Cage, and some might argue is that a Christmas one or not. I think it is because you know, the whole plot is on Christmas Eve and kind of the whole meaning of family and stuff behind the holidays. So I'm going with The Family Man with Nicolas Cage. That one really gets me, um, you know, it's funny, it's sad, it's all the emotions all in one. And it really teaches you the meaning of, hey, be close to friends or family if you do have some. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm going with that one, but all solid gentlemen, all very good movies there. Nothing to complain about nothing to fuss over on my end there very good list there on the bucketeers favorite christmas movies and we will have more lists with our holiday specials we have two more holiday specials it'll be sunday morning breakfast with the bucketeers time to be announced on that obviously that's christmas eve that's a holiday but it is nfl sunday so we'll be here for some sort of breakfast it'll be a shortened edition probably only half hour or so but we will be here sunday and then Monday, if we win, we'll be here with the morning post-game show Christmas Day special here on the Bucketeers as well. Speaking of special, we've been doing giveaway specials 12 days of Bucksmiths this holiday season between now and the New Year's. And we've done five of the 12, and tonight will be night number six, so be on the lookout for that. You can win stuff over on our X at Bucketeers, B-U-C-C-A-T. E-E-R-S. We've been giving away great things such as mini helmets, um, signed memorabilia, uh, you know, jersey cards, rookie cards, T-shirts, flags, koozies, sunglasses, you name it. Anything Bucks we've been giving away, that'll be a lot of fun. Remember, night number 6 of 12, the giveaways will be halfway over after tonight, and they're very simple to participate in. All you have to do is repost our X post. Follow one of our Bucketeers members and then follow us on X as well to enter the contest. So never a bad thing, never a dull moment when you could win free stuff. And some of that free stuff might be 
our new merch. We have new Bucketeers merch, and you could take a look at it over on our Instagram at Bucketeers Pod. We have Hanukkah long sleeve shirts, Christmas short sleeve shirts, and they're available for a limited time in a very limited quantity. So contact us on our Instagram page if you're interested in getting one. If you don't win one in one of the giveaways, they are available for sale. Very limited quantity of them. Go over to our Instagram at Bucketeers Pod. We sold two of them the other night. It's been very good stuff overall over there. Speaking of good stuff, we hope to turn our three-game win streak into a four-game win streak this Sunday against Jacksonville. And we're going to be giving our score predictions here. Hopefully, we could turn it into a four-game win streak. Without further ado, we're going to hand it over to JLo. JLo, thoughts on Sunday? How do you see it shaking out? What's your score prediction for the big one on Sunday, brother? Well, I will be there. That's very impressive. Yeah, you will, right? That's going to be yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, my uncle is season ticket holder, and he gave me his tickets to take my 12-year-old, so I'll be taking her celebrating Christmas at the Butts game. Can't have um, much better Christmas gift. I mean, telling you, to me, that's the best gift ever. I don't, you know, I don't care what anybody says, you know. Going to a Butts game, it's always fun, no matter what the record is. But at least this time, you know, we're competing for something. And no matter who plays, whether it's Sunshine, Trevor Lawrence, or if it's CJ Bafford, either one, I'm really not intimidated by them. I feel their defense is probably just as bad as the Packers, maybe a little bit better if you ask me. Um, I feel like this offense is finally getting crystal ball. I like the way Rashad's playing. I think we'll be able to get a good little balance going between running the football and throwing it. The defense was a little suspect, but I know we're going to be getting some players back. I know we got Carlton Davis coming back. He's been practicing all week. Vita Vea has been – he was full participant today, I believe, on the turf toe. So, I mean, it's looking really good right now. We're getting some guys back. You know, we'll see what Devin does, whether he starts or rotates. Either way, you know, you know, to me, I think his best trade is blitzing after the quarterback. So, I think on third down plays or blitz packages, you put him in there. Um, but it'll be fun. I mean, my, and my prediction, I don't care who plays that quarterback. I think they're going to be, the, it's going to be the same way because they're both injured. And I like the Butts 28, Jetsville 23. I like that score a lot. And remember, if you are tuned in on YouTube right now to hit that subscribe button, turn the notification bell on, and you could keep up with the Bucketeers greatly and all of our score predictions weekly as JLo leads us off 28-23 bucks. Stunner, are you thinking similar, or do you got a different slicing of the cake? I got Buck 17, uh, Jacksonville 13. 17-13? Love it. Cats? Yes, 17-13. Low car defensive game. Defensive battle, and Jacksonville's defense has been coming along, and their defensive coordinators, former Bucks assistant coach Mike Caldwell, who's been doing a good job over there. So Mike Caldwell has been helping out this Jaguars defense become relevant and more relevant by the day. So, um, yeah, Mike Caldwell, revenge game, hopefully not as he comes back to Tampa. Funny because Byron Leftwich was supposed to go be the head coach over there and the only coach I ended up getting was um, Mike Caldwell, who probably, you know, they dodged a bullet by not getting Byron, hiring Doug Peterson, and now they have Mike Caldwell leading the way 
over there. Cat score prediction, brother. What say you on how this cake shakes? Yeah, I see this being a tight one, but uh, I like the Bucks in this one, 27-24. I like that as well, and I'm going to go with the Bucks. obviously winning this one on Christmas Eve. I think they play a really tough game. Um, I think they play really good ball this Sunday. I think it's crisp. I think it's clean, but the Jaguars are a good team, and even with C.J. Beathard, they might be able to play a little manageable because Lawrence hasn't really killed it this year. I'm going to go with 26 to 17 bucks. Not a blowout, but a more comfortable win, nine-point win, two-score win for our Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Christmas Eve. J-Lo, player of the game, who helps us get to the 28-3 to victory? I say Rashad White. He's been on fire. He's been helping great on the pass and play, getting, and he's scoring, I think, the last two or three games. So I, give me Rashad White play of the game. Cats, who are you rolling with for the player of the game? Are you going with Rashad White? You've had an elsewhere? I'm going to go with the same player that turned out to be the player of the game, or one of the players of the game this prior week. I'm going to go with Chris Godwin. I like that one a lot, and as J-Lo mentioned and many of others, when we give him the ball, he does great things. We've seen the end around a couple weeks back. He scored on it against Atlanta. Um, you know, we see Chris Godwin making all those catches this week, you know, or not against Atlanta. That end around was against Carolina. But then we see Chris Godwin get about 50-something receiving yards last week. This past week, he goes over 100. I think that's a good move. Stunna, player of the game for you, my friend. Shaq Barrett, number seven. I like that pick. I think Shaq is going to have a big game. You could feel a big Shaq game incoming sooner rather than later. I definitely agree with you there. And I'm going to go with hmm, my player of the game. Give me Kalijah Kansi. I think he helps stop not only ETN in the run game, but what, whoever the quarterback is. I think Kalijah Kansi does an incredible job out there, and I think he has a really, really good game out there, Mr. Kalijah Cancy does, and we all predict the Bucks to win. Scores one more time. J-Lo, 28-23 with Rashad White as his MVP. Stun is 17-13 with Shaq Bear is his MVP. Katz, 27-24 with Godwin as his MVP. And Tones, 26-17. Kalijah Cancy MVP. Speaking of MVP, we got a couple of fun games tonight. We got a bowl game with South Florida and Syracuse. The Boca Raton Bowl. We got a very meaningful Thursday night game, as J-Lo mentioned. It almost feels like a playoff game, right? You got the Saints and you got the Rams. The Rams are fighting for wild cards. Saints are fighting for the NFC South or wild cards. So it's going to be a great football night. A lot of big stuff on deck. J-Lo, uh, we're going to have you preview the bowl game here. We got Syracuse USF. USF is a three-point underdog in this one. It takes place... In the um, Boca Raton Bowl, so that'll be a fun bowl right there. And you really got USF hoping they could play um, over 500 football with first-year coach Mr. Golish. And if they win tonight, they do just that. They go over 500. And really, I think USF's been pretty happy with their quarterback play to this point from Mr. Byram Brown. I think he's had 
a very good going at quarterback so far this season, and he'll look to continue that tonight. No, I couldn't agree more. You know, I've been watching a little bit of USF here and there. I like what Golds is doing with the program. You know, I was pretty disappointed to get Deion Sanders last year in the offseason, but it's all good. Golish is doing a good job. You know, I never thought he was a bad hire. I thought, you know, it would take him some time. And I think he's definitely exceeded the expectations. I mean, he's got them, you know, at 500, got them in a ball game to where I think next year they might be able to contend for the conference championship next year. So I say give him the Bulls and Buckle Raton. I think them being in Florida gives them the home field advantage. I don't know Syracuse too much, you know. I don't really know too many of their players. I know Sean Tucker came from there. That's all I really know. But for the most part, give me the Bulls, you know, on the Boca Tone Bowl. Points, I say give me the Bulls at 28, Syracuse 17. I like that. That's sounding good to me right there. Uh, I like that. I think the Bulls do pull this one off as well. From college football, the NFL, Cats, we got a good battle tonight in the NFC with the Rams and Saints. What say you? How do you see this one shaping up? Amazon Prime, 8-15 Eastern tonight. Rams-Saints feels a little bit like a playoff game. Yeah, big game for both. Um, obviously, it's got some implications on the Bucks. so the Bucks control their own destiny, but big game for both teams. Um, I've been impressed, honestly, with the Rams this season. I really did not think that they would be in the picture here um, this late into the season. Uh, you got to give Sean McVay and his staff a lot of credit for that. And uh, at home, I like the Rams tonight over the Saints. Um, I'll say 23 to 20. I think it'll be a very close game. It usually is between these two opponents, but uh, Rams are a close one. Yeah, it's usually a really fun game when these two square up and uh, take flight under Thursday night football. And, you know, the Saints are fighting for Dennis Allen's coaching career, it seems, out there. And uh, the Rams are fighting for the continuity of that football team, right? They're flipping the page. They're getting a little older. They're trying to stay consistent. And they need to really make the playoffs and dive deep in order to do just that, playing continuity and consistency for football stunna uh we'll go with you for thursday night football game tonight what say you i like the rams but um saints been playing good ball lately but uh the rams you know mcveigh he's just you know they're gonna score points he's just really good at his job and uh the saints have a good defense they they, they really look good lately but I, I don't see them keeping up with the rams yeah, they have a nice two-game win streak going. Saints are trying to make it three. As you said, their defense has been playing incredible. And really, they kind of killed, you know, all the DeVito hype in the world, right? That guy, very subpar quarterback. He was getting a lot of love. Went into New Orleans last week. They smacked him around. So hopefully this uh, Rams fare better. I think they will. Obviously, they're a better team than the Giants, and they're a better team than the Panthers, who the Saints' two-game winning streak is against. So not the craziest of two-game winning streaks by any means. And I think the Rams continue their mini-hot push. I think they win tonight. And I think South Florida ultimately wins tonight as well. Syracuse has had a couple of bad seasons. They've opened up well the past two seasons. This past game week, they started off 3-0 and this year. And then they started off 6-0 and the year before, I think. And, uh, you know, they barely made a bowl game this year and last year. They just crashed down to earth. So give me USF in that one by at least seven. 
and give me the Rams tonight as well. And um, it's going to be a great night for sports, fellas. It's one of those nights, and uh, we got a lot of action going on. We even got the lightning on, Cats. Quickly here while we got you talking lightning, uh, any update on them? How have they been doing? How have they been hanging in there? It's been a mixed bag, to be sure. Um, They've been kind of alternating wins and losses here for a while, which ultimately is not good enough. But they've hung in enough to where they're right on the edge of the playoff picture. Actually, they would be in a playoff spot, although there's other teams that have games in hand. Unfortunately, they've played more games than a lot of teams. Uh, So we'll see what they can do tonight. Vegas, obviously, a great opponent. um, But they are coming off a nice win against St. Louis after the long road trip. Um, and they are back at home, so it would be really big for them if they get a win here against the Golden Knights uh, before the holiday. And uh, we'll see what happens. So, yeah, it's been a mixed bag, though, I would say, for the Lightning. Yeah, they need to, you know, just find a way to make it in the playoffs. Sorry for the interruption. They got to fi- find a way to make it into the playoffs. Is Veseleski, you know, not the healthiest cat, no pun intended, this season. He had that big injury to begin the year and now they're trying to right the ship and that's one of those veteran teams still I know they have some young guys now as well the roster is flipping over a little bit more and more each season but they're a veteran team where if they find their way into the playoffs they're going to be dangerous so just get in there and see what happens and uh, you know I, I enjoy watching him and uh, I'll have him on tonight as well to see how the lightning end up performing fellas on this wonderful Thursday night in the midst of the holiday season. J-Lo, before we get to our final words, we always have our one big things and walk off. What is yours, my friend? What's your one big thing and walk off to watch out for this Sunday or from now until Sunday when the Bucks go toe to toe with a foe of the Jacksonville Jaguars, a battle of the Sunshine State? Well, my big thing is, is that, you know, Bowles is doing, some good things on the on this three game win streak. I know a lot of a lot of, a lot of um, fans want him gone, don't want him here, looking for new head coaches. But like I said, it could like I told people in the past, it could be worse. Trust me, we've been in worse predicament than this as far as coaching. And I feel like Bowles is doing the best he can do. And I feel like the players want to play for him. They want him. They want to win for him. That's the big difference from the past coaches we've had in the past. I feel like. These guys want to win for bowls. I mean, look at Dave Canellis. Canellis went got emotional. That to me, when you see a when you see a grown man show emotions, that shows that this team is about top bowls. And it's and I'm leaning more toward now. I'm I'll put it right now. I said he was gonna be gone. I think if they make the playoffs, he'll keep his job, no matter if we get blown out in the wild card or not. You know, fans just need to wake up and cut this whole tanking because the tank is over with we're already we're already out of the top 10 draft picks anyway so then you just go ahead root for your team hope for the best and like Stennis said earlier in the show the Eagles are you know they're kind of sliding down a little bit they're not looking like they were last year and I would love to play them again here in Tampa and I think we would win in the wild card game and yeah like, and uh, you know we'll see what happens here the rest of the year cats uh, one big thing and walk off looking out for Sunday. Uh, you have anything new to point out or are you with the same as JLo you think about the bowl situation? What's your one big thing you're watching out for? Yeah, I agree with what JLo said. And yeah, it's kind of been a tough couple weeks for the people who, who want to see the team lose. Um, that's tough, tough on them because now all of a sudden that is way in the past now. I mean, 
you know, they are now, you know, right in the hunt of both for both the division title and even a wild card. They played good football. They went in and knocked off Green Bay. So that is over. And I hope for the people that um, were rooting for losses, you know, that's just tough shit on them. Um, and yeah, let's keep on rooting for this this young good foot this football team. They're playing hard. They are playing hard for Todd Bowles. You can tell, no matter what we think about him, obviously, and we don't always, you know. Love the guy, but you got to give, if you're going to give someone the blame when the team's losing, which I certainly, we all have, um, you got to give them credit at the same time when they're playing well and they have been playing well. And Todd Bowles deserves a share of the credit for that. Yeah, he definitely does. And uh, Olivia says, Merry Christmas, fellas. Thank you. Merry Christmas as well, Olive. We hope every viewer out there who celebrates is um, going to have a great Christmas. As he says, Eagles are not the wild card team. It will be the Cowboys. Look at their schedules. I don't know about that. The way the Cowboys have been playing, they're a lot more superior of a team. The Eagles this season alone is lost to the Jets. They lost to the Seahawks. I mean, Eagles are vulnerable. The Eagles aren't this big, bad, scary team that everybody assumes they are. Um, they're going to be the wild card team. The Cowboys will be the division winner. I'm pretty confident in that at this point in time. My one big thing is this. Keep winning football because you see on X, you see it day by day. The fan base is starting to turn. They're starting to the, – the losers who wanted us to lose are starting to weed themselves out and change your attitude into winning again. And it's funny. I'm in a group chat where a lot of people had the loser mentality of wanting to lose for whatever reasons of either getting draft picks, firing Todd Bowles. And I posted in there earlier this week, I just said, man, it's good to see a lot of people turning around their mentality, right? Um, a lot of people turning around their mentality about the team and even people in there still said, well, this or well, that, what do you want us to do? Be negative. It's like, so, you know, they're the type of people who have, they're the type of people who have multiple narratives. They do it both ways, so it could be safe for them, right? So the Bucks continue to do your thing, and your real supporters will continue to support you. Um, none of this losing phony baloney. I'll never root for that. As Al Bundy says, Cowboys play Miami and Detroit still. Yeah, well, Miami hasn't been that great lately, and Detroit hasn't been that great lately. Giants twice and cards once. Yeah, well... Eagles will lose one of those to the Giants for sure. And you never know, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, how that could go. So, again, I still like Cowboys. Miami hasn't been that great, and neither has Detroit of late. But that's my one big thing in walk-off is real fans continue to support your team because you never know what could happen. Hence, this three-game winning streak. Now a lot of people look foolish for digging into mock drafts as early at that four and seven point in time stun a final word what's your last word buddy for the program you know draft day is like the super bowl for bucks fans and, and we're kind of conditioned to always look forward to the draft and you know that's like a that's like a holiday in tampa so don't 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 be mad at those guys and you know i'm just looking forward to this this holiday season we have two big home games back to back one for the state championship one for the division title and, uh, you know, we don't really hate the Jaguars because we always own them. But, uh, you know, they always show us animosity. And uh, also the Saints, we always hate them because of their arrogant fans. So it's going to be a lot of fun watching uh, the Bucks win. And these are teams we hate lose. And the haters, like you mentioned, cry a river. Go Bucks! fire the cannons, and happy holidays and Merry Christmas. 
absolutely stun and i think you hit the nail on the head everything outside of you gotta let the draft people be you gotta give them a little crap gotta give them a little crap cats final words for the program brother it's another fun one and uh hope all is well with you my man thank you yeah i just want to wish uh i agree with what Sutter said that is true that it has become given our history it often is like a holiday like christmas morning that is almost like christmas morning for a lot of people and for some i understand it for others you seem to want to embrace the losing i uh you know i just enjoy the winning too much because you never enjoy every win you never know how hard they're going to come by and oftentimes mm-hmm. they have to come by but uh yeah i want to wish everyone a happy a merry bucksmas and uh happy holiday season you can go bucks yeah merry bucksmas indeed is you know the bucks are playing a hell of a great december uh, you know, they're playing every game just as great as you can to this point. I know the Carolina win was a little sloppy, but so is the weather that they will see if they could continue to do so against the Jaguars. Then if you beat Jacksonville, you all of a sudden have a couple good wins against some potential playoff teams, right? You beat the Vikings, you beat the Packers, you beat the Jaguars and all of that good stuff. So you beat the Jags and people start shutting their mouth as well. J-Lo. Final word for the program before Sunday's show, brother. Yeah, man. Merry Christmas and all the people shopping out there the last couple last minute. Be careful. Be safe. And, you know, let's enjoy some football tonight, fellas. You know, let's enjoy some hockey for Lightning fans. Go Bolts. You know, and we can also enjoy watching the Saints get their ass kicked tonight. I think the, I think the Rams are going to put it to them. And at the end of the day, you know, Bucketeers, baby. Like I said, we'll be back on Sunday, Sunday, Funday. Sunday, Funday, and Christmas Eve holiday special. We will be here Sunday morning breaking down all your great Bucks news, Bucks notes, Bucks injury report. It is a game day, so we'll obviously be here on the Bucketeers. Where else will we be on breakfast with the Bucketeers? As the Godfather says, see you Sunday. Our biggest fan, the Godfather. We love you. We love having you. You're always tuning into the program, so we couldn't thank you. Enough, Godfather James Rubright. Kind of through Bright's in the house. Ed Shaquille Rabasa's in the house. A lot of good Facebook folk in the house. And tonight's show is pretty lit. It's been a lit one, no pun intended, for the holiday season. It's been really fun, and we appreciate all you Bucketeers fans that tune in and you Bucks fans that tune in. And that's why we do the 12 Days of Bucksmiths to give back to our fans, give back the listener of the shows. We give away some great things. And you guys have the chance of winning more great things tonight on the 12th, or 6 out of 12. Tonight, 6 out of 12 on the 12 Days of Bucksmiths. Going to be giving away more great stuff tonight. But everybody, between now and Sunday, we'll see you guys Sunday. If you have celebrations the next couple of days, please be safe. Have a happy holiday season and a very merry Christmas if you do not catch a Sunday special of the Bucketeers. But everybody, be merry, be jolly. Be calm, be bright, be all in between, shine like a diamond. We love you guys on the Bucketeers, and it's 3-2-1. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Baker Mayfield finds his man in the end zone, and it's a touchdown. Bucks win. Bucks win. Tone Stecker off here. Fire the damn cannons. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Kate Otten wins us the game. You are ridiculous, Baker Mayfield. Until next time, fellas, have a great, great Thursday. Enjoy. Happy birthday, Mike Allstar. Yeah, happy birthday, A-Train again. Met him, met him a couple of times. He's a great guy. A train, everybody. Great guy, right? Yep. You know, I get your buccaneer coin for uh, holidays. Exactly, fellas. 
cats any words for uh Elstott really quick also mike also wonderful player wonderful person i ran into him at chili's this past summer he was incredibly cool um i was and i met him 20 years ago so it's cool to meet him again all these years later just a wonderful guy and a great guy in the community as well we love you mike happy birthday happy birthday and once again our condolences to sr's dad scott reynolds of pewter report has lost his father due to a battle of cancer and then happy birthday to the go a train see you on sunday everybody go bucks be on the lookout for a giveaway tonight 12 days of bucks miss continues tonight on the bucketeers adios everybody fire the damn cannons go bucks enjoy your thursday night of football love you guys be safe man be safe brothers but you got to be a little enthusiastic after being there. Bro, that, that game atmosphere was ridiculous. Energy, like good speed. That place was rocking anyone was there. And a lot of the, a lot of the uh, Super Bug fans were there, too. Beat Bug. Tampa Tones. We are joined by Lee Goon tonight, uh, host of the Pat and Aaron show of WDAE. Uh, Pat Donovan. And it sounds like Stunna is bumbling a little bit. Going to put him on mute for a second until that gets a little cleared. But we're joined by Pat Donovan. It looks Donovan. like Stunna is hanging out with Cheech and Chong in a car with the windows up or something over there. <laughs> it does look like we got a little... No, my, my uh, camera's broke. <laughs>